the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good son, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. And on this hump day, it is a special occasion. If you're Willy Wonka or if you're a chocolate enthusiast like I am, I like the cacao. And it's National Chocolate Day in the United States. And, and Lundy, I can tell you, um, you know, I'm not a big fan of the ultra-sweet chocolate. You know, the, the, the stuff that's like, you know, pure milk chocolate, the Hershey bar. I like the dark, bitter stuff. Maybe that's reflective of my personality. But I like it at like 80%, 85%. Get all the antioxidants, cut the sugar out. I eat that stuff plain. You know, break off a piece and get a Trader Joe's, get at my local Kroger store, whatever, and then I shove it in my pie hole. I love the stuff. I am addicted to it. Uh, it warms my heart and hopefully will protect it as well later on in life. But you despise chocolate, you filthy I do, fiend. man. I just – it is what – other than just other than just blood, the reason that my sister and I get along is because she loves chocolate, and I despise it. So wow. every holiday, anytime we get together, my sister is in heaven because she knows that if there's any kind of chocolate – remember when they would bring you the chocolates yeah. after dinner at the yeah. restaurant, Brad? Yeah. My sister loved that crap because she knows knew I wouldn't eat it and she knew that she could double up. So Amanda has always been able to enjoy the chocolate because her older brother does not want to go anywhere near it, man. I am I know it makes me a, a weirdo like you guys didn't already know that, but I am just not a chocolate fan, my friend. Man, where were you around trick-or-treat time? I mean, I'd just be swapping out at the Starburst, oh, the yeah. Skittles, the Smarties. Here, Lundy, take all the fruity stuff and give me all the damn chocolate. Give me the Snickers. Give me the Three Musketeers. Give me the Milky Way. Give me those peanut butter cups. Man, you are oh, you're Looney Tunes. Yeah, but what was Looney great Tunes. about it was the stuff that I did like. Man, that, man, that made trick-or-treat trading piece of cake yeah, that's for true. me. I was uh, I, I knew exactly what I was getting by the time the uh, evening of trick-or-treating was done with. Yeah, that's an easy negotiation, to say the least. Uh, and look, if you want to get a little sweet surprise, maybe hit that sweet tooth with some cold, hard cash, do so right now. And download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. And with so many storylines across both professional and college sports this week, it's time to get in on this can't-miss offer. To celebrate the showdown in Happy Valley, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new users the chance to turn $1 into $100 when placing a bet on either the Ohio State, uh, they forced me to say that, or Penn State. Additionally, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new users the chance to receive a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. On top of all these great sign-up offers, DraftKings also offers great odds boosts every Sunday to help you make it rain. Here's what you got to do. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use that promo code FTN when you sign up to get the can't-miss offer. Pick either Penn State or Ohio State. Bet $1 on them and cash $100 if they win. It's that simple. That's $1 to win $100 when you use that promo code FTN. 
TN during sign-up for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania residents only. Bonus comprised of first deposit bonus and a first bet match each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25x playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. With that, let's get to this chocolate-sponsored Fade 5. Number five. All right, Lundy. Let's go to the Thursday night game. I'm already on the hook for Carolina. It's it's kind of waffled between two and a half, three, two and a half, three. I got it at two and a half. I'm feeling really good about that. I'm also loving the over in this Thursday night football matchup of 49 with a minus 112 juice right now at DraftKings Sportsbook. Atlanta's gone over in four of seven contests this season. Carolina split right down the middle. Three overs, three unders. The under has hit in six of the last ten matchups between these two teams, including the first game back in week five. But, again, there are some defensive inefficiencies on both sides of the ball. Atlanta, of course, uh, just putrid in that secondary, giving up 8.6 pass yards per attempt, over 344 pass yards per game to quarterbacks, 19 touchdowns through the air, fourth most air yards per game. Carolina struggles, meanwhile, in the trenches, 4.88 yards per carry, 164.6 total yards per game, nine touchdowns, the running back position, and they've also been really soft in short field coverage. They've allowed eight receptions per contest, 57.3 receiving yards per game to running backs. Pulled all together. I think Todd Gurley could go off. I think, obviously, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, Teddy Bridgewater could go bananas in this game. Over, over, and over again. This will not be a similar story written like we saw in the first matchup. Fade or follow the over 49 total points between Falcons and Panthers. Uh, I am going to follow you on the over with this one, Brad, and I'm even going to tease it for folks. If you were listening to yesterday's pod, you know that we like Carolina minus two and a half. Pack those two together, King Sportsbook, and you turn it into a plus. It's a plus 240 if you parlay those two together right now. So a nice little payday if you're feeling good about it. Brad, I think this is an over that winds up hitting 55 to 58 right in that range. So I'm comfortable with this one. You know that I always like to see that hook. I'd like to see that half point because it helps uh, push things one way or the other other but when i think it's going to be this definitively over i'm okay with a flat 49 right now i'll follow Uh, let's hope that parlay pays number four all right let's work in a rivalry in the nfc north and thankfully this one's not involving my chicago bears uh who are again the worst franchise in the history of the nfl to be five and two uh, this one involves Minnesota fresh off the bye week going up against the Green Bay Packers and the pack laying six and a half. And that's where my action is stacking on at a minus 112 Jews. Five and five is the split here. ATS in the last 10 meetings between these two squads. But Green Bay this season been a covering machine. Five and one ATS. Minnesota three and three so far this year. The Vikings have a ton of issues. Uh, defensively. And Gakwe, remember, they trade him away to Baltimore. That's their best pass rusher. He had five sacks on the season. Uh, no longer part of this franchise. Uh, defensively on the backside, even more forgiving. They've allowed the 10th most air yards. 8.5 pass yards per attempt. 297.8 pass yards per game. 2.1 passing touchdowns per game. Also gash in the trenches, giving up 4.1 yards per carry. That's great news for Aaron Jones. Hopefully he's going to be back off the calf injury. And of course, maybe one of the front runners. Certainly in the conversation for league MVP and old A-A-Ron, Aaron Rodgers, who should pick apart this team who is dominated 
early and often throughout his entire career. You can run all over Green Bay. They're giving up 158 total yards per game in the running back position. If Dalvin Cook is back, that's great news for him. But too much firepower with Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers. I think they pick up where they left off last week, which was punching the opposition repeatedly in the face. No horn's going to be sounded for Minnesota. Give me Green Bay, minus six and a half. Fade or follow. I will follow this one as well. Yeah, that little uh, uh, that little grin that Aaron Rodgers gets on his face every now and then when he just knows he's got the defense on their heels. Yeah, he's going to have that little sly grin numerous times this weekend going up against Minnesota. He's having a fantastic season. What is it, Brad? 17 touchdowns, yeah. two picks, 1,600 yeah. yards through the air. And you're talking about the Vikings that are 28th in the NFL in terms of yards allowed. This is, this is a prime matchup for that little uh, uh, grin that A.A. Ron likes to have. So he may be uh, throwing that ball for the dog and knocking out somebody's windshield in all those commercials we've been seeing. But in this one, he's going to be completing a lot of touchdowns. Give me Green Bay minus six and a half. Yeah, Minnesota may need State Farm uh, to have as a policy after this <laughs> one's all over with. Number three. All right, it's time for the MonkeyKnifeFight.com MonkeyKnifeFight player prop of the day. Go to MonkeyKnifeFight.com right now. Use that promo code F-T-N, and if you sign up as a new user, you get a free $5 game on the house. It's a very simple DFS exercise to play. It's simply over or under uh, on fantasy points, on receiving yards, on touchdowns for all of your favorite players. You parlay them together. The more you parlay, the more you hit, the more you cash. That's it. It's just you against the house. Sign up again at monkeynightfight.com and use that promo code f and to get a free $5 game on the house. And it's the arthritic knee, you jackals, defying my concerns all season long. That is one Ty Gurley, who has been sensational this year. Got to get credit where credit is due. He's looked great. He's been scoring consistently. Uh, here is the prop at 65.5 rush yards. I'm going to take the over. I told you the Sir Purrs, the cute cuddly kittens there up front. Uh, they've given up 4.88 yards per carry, as I mentioned, 264.6 total yards per game. Nine combined touchdowns at running back position. Ty Gurley went for a buck 21 and a TD on just 14 carries in the first matchup there in Hot Atlanta. Uh, secondary analytics look great for him. 3.04 yak per attempt, a 20.7 missed tackle rate. Atlanta's offensive line getting considerable push. All you got to be is competitive in this game. I think they can, you know, keep pace at least for three quarters, and maybe they even have a lead going to the fourth, and then they blow it. And if that's the case, and he cash, remember, at plus 440 on DraftKings if Atlanta blows another fourth quarter league. But four rushers have gone over. Gurley did it, of course, against his Carolina defense. Uh, back in week five, and I think he's going to do it again with ease. Fader follow the over 65.5 rush yards for TG3. I'm taking the over on this one as well, Brad. If you just think that he can wind up averaging, I, you know, I don't know, call it four and a half, four point six yards a carry, then you start to do the math, and you know, it, it's going to make my head hurt if I try to do it. But it doesn't take a whole lot of rushes, okay? It doesn't take a whole lot of attempts to get past that sixty-five and a half number. Carolina soft enough for him to do it. If he breaks a couple of them, arthritic knee or not, then that becomes an even easier number for him to hit. So yes, I, I think this is an opportunity, especially over the course of the first say two and a half quarters for. Gurley, if he winds up with, say, 13, 14 attempts by the time we get to the end of the third quarter, I'm going to feel pretty comfortable that his that his yards per carry is going to get him over that number. Give me the follow. I'll take the 65 and a half. Yeah, bet on that arthritic knee. Number two. 
All right, Sunday night football, a game that uh, we have nothing else to watch. Why the hell not? Uh, this is why we drink. Dallas and Philadelphia, let's add a little buzz uh, to Sunday night football. I'm taking the Eagles minus 7.5 at a minus 112 juice. Why? Dallas is the last completely blemished, completely defeated team. They are 0-7. ATS this season. Philadelphia not much better. They're two and five against the spread. But the Cowboys just so generous defensively. Seven point five YP allowed a fifteen to one touchdown interception split vertically. They've given up five yards per carry. One hundred and sixty two point four total yards per game. Eight combined touchdowns. They've surrendered to the running back position. Philadelphia was Stonewall Zeke with Fletcher Cox and company. They've given up just three point two nine yards per carry. And we may have a seventh round rookie from James Madison. Ben DiNucci under center. We'll have to see if Andy Dalton can clear concussion protocol in time. It doesn't matter. Dallas is done. They need Ryan Fitzpatrick desperately. They need Tony Romo to come out of the booth and take on the star on the side of the helmet again. Uh, all day long, Philadelphia minus seven and a half. Fade or follow. DiNucci was the guy that owned that Italian restaurant, The Sopranos, right? I is think that so. What yeah, is think that what so. I'm thinking of? Yeah. Come on, man. Ben DiNucci, that's what we're going to talk about in Could this? Could be. Oh, please. This is, this is nuts. Dallas can't cover, uh, as you just pointed out, stole my thunder, 0-7 uh, against the spread on the season. I mean, they're the New York Jets when it comes to trying to cover a spread. Uh, now, that said, Philadelphia's looked like a whole pile of hot garbage with the exception yeah. of your man crush and Travis Folk. Uh, so Philadelphia is going to have to figure something out here. But uh, look, I, when you see Danucci on the lineup, and I'll be honest with you, even if somehow, some way, Andy Dalton can come out of concussion protocol, I'm not sure that it matters uh, with the way Dallas is playing right now. We know that Jerry Jones uh, yesterday on his radio show in Dallas got a little testy with the radio hosts. He's getting a little frustrated. And so if he's frustrated, you know the locker room's frustrated, and the Eagles have got to find a way to take advantage of that. Give me the Eagles minus seven and a half. Fly, Eagles, fly. Number one. All right, let's get to a last battle here. San Francisco and Seattle, and it's a big one. Every team in this NFC West may make the playoffs, the way that things are looking right now. Uh, I like San Francisco uh, going into Seattle and keeping this thing nip and tuck. I got them at plus three with a minus one twelve juice. I may wait on this. Hopefully a hook will come to play, get it like plus three and a half. But San Francisco's getting healthy, and they are balling right now. We saw them dominate old Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots last week and that cross-continental trip to Foxborough. Uh, and now against, uh, you know, unfamiliar territory against Seattle. Now the Seahawks, 4-2 and two ATS this season, but Jason Verrett is playing at like uh, an MVP caliber level defensively for this San Francisco team very quietly. He's given up just a 23.2 pass rating, 0.30 yards per snap to his assignments. It's it. Emmanuel Mosley's been excellent in coverage as well, 70.6 pass rating allowed. Tenth view is air yards per game, a 6.7 YPA they've given up. And we know all the issues that Seattle secondary has had. Most air yards allowed this season, and Shaq Griffin may be out as he is in concussion protocol. So, Jimmy G, the handsome one in company, fight through all those injuries. I think there's, they're going to keep this one ultra tight. Give me the Niners panning for gold plus three. Fade or follow. 
I do not like this without the hook, but if you're putting me on the spot, I'm going to fade you on this one, Brad, with the plus three. I'm like you, though. I, I'm not quite ready to bet on it as we sit here on a hump day Wednesday. I kind of want to wait a little bit uh, to see if uh, if a hook comes into play. I do think it'll be a close game, but right now, I mean, I, you got to throw up some kind of crazy New Orleans voodoo type thing for Jamichael Hasty because the running back position is basically like being the drummer in Spinal Tap right now. I, I mean, you just automatically get injured uh, if that's your position. So whether it's Hasty, whether it's McKinnon, whoever is going to be trying to rush the ball better uh, be saying a few Hail Marys and sacrificing the Kentucky Fried Chicken to Jobu. Something to be able to keep yourself healthy because right now, if you're a running back for San Francisco, you are deep fried the moment you take the field. You're just jinxed <laughs> as they continue to drop. It's ugly. So I'm not quite ready to bet on it. And for purposes of the fade the noise, I will fade the noise on this one. I will fade you and I will uh, I will take uh, Seattle minus the three, but I do want to see what hook comes into play as we go over the course of the next 72 hours. I think Seattle should bring uh, out Marshawn Lynch from retirement and Garrison Hurst for San Francisco. Why not? not? Roger Craig, I don't even care anymore. Just bring anybody out that you possibly want to to try to run the ball because they can't keep anybody healthy. No, it could be DJ Dallas for Seattle as well. Crazy times indeed for both of these franchises. And that is a wrap on this edition of the Feed the Noise podcast. Check us out on Twitter. Me, at Noisy Huevos. Lundy, at Nate Lundy. Drop us a rating and a review, would you kindly? And check out FTNFantasy.com, FTNDaily.com, and FTNBets.com for all of your sports betting and fantasy sports content needs. Use that promo code Evans, E-V-A-N-S. Get 10% off your subscription today. Until tomorrow, as always, feed or follow. That is up to you. Feed the noise.